Hey everybody, welcome to MindRise. I am your host, Ian Philo. This podcast is designed to help find solutions to everyday mental blocks. Its goal is to provide you with the tools to rise and break through your own barriers. In the game of life, we can be our own worst enemies. I created this podcast in response to my own battles with my mind. Instead of sinking further down, join me to commit to a more positive perception of ourselves and those around us. What's up, guys? Today, we will be entering into the fifth episode of the Mind Rise podcast. I have with me as a guest, my friend Jared Majors. You can introduce yourself, Jared. What's going on, guys? Really excited to be here. Got a lot of great things to talk about. And Jared was a friend of mine in high school. We actually wrestled together. So I did not see him for a very long time. And then it is interesting how our lives sort of intertwined or connected back together via five to seven years later, something like that. So don't lose hope if you have friends in your past and you think you'll never reconnect with them, it's possible. Okay, now we're going to go back into the main topic. So what we're going to be covering today in the fifth episode is living in the moment and not letting the future inhibit your progress. And I think that's especially important for those of us that don't know how to live in the moment and just love to worry about future scenarios or things that may or may not work out and just constantly worry all the time. It's really important to be present with your current progresses and achievements and not get down on yourself. And uh, especially for me, I can give you guys a couple examples of how that applies to me. So for a long time, even sometimes now, it's hard for me to live in the current moment because I think especially from an internet or social media standpoint, I find it very hard not to compare my journey to others sometimes. So that kind of takes me out of the moment and allows me to not be able to appreciate the steps that I've taken towards my future and my progress, which have been pretty substantial. So that constant model of comparison and seeing like, okay, like, oh, my friend went to vocational school and he has all this money saved up and here I am out of college and I only have X amount of dollars saved up. So who's really winning the game right here and just realizing like how toxic that could be. And uh, something that's helped me not worry too much about the future and how much money I have or anything along those variables has been, uh, at least for me, I have recently started to curate uh, my news feed on my social media apps, like what I'm, what I am digesting and indulging in on a daily basis. And I'm only also being very specific about who I hang out with because that's very important. And you want to be intentional about the people you see on a regular basis because um, you can have people that sort of function like cotton candy in your life. They're like sweet and interesting to hang out for the moment, but just like any junk food, they end up messing you up in the long run. So I'm going to turn it over to Jared if he wanted to maybe talk more about that. Yeah, you hit a lot of nails in the head for uh, how this affects me too. Uh, I find myself like scrolling Instagram on the daily because I don't really watch TV that much. So it's just my digest of entertainment. And that entertainment can be very filling but toxic at the same time, like you said. Because it's just flood after flood after flood and your mind takes in all this information and like you said, you compare and you contrast where you're at to where a timeline on someone else's life is and how much money they have, what pictures they're posting on 
maybe they're in Cancun and you're still in Ohio or Michigan or Tennessee, some state that you've never left. And I feel like that sometimes like, Oh, I'm, I'm back in the area that I, I was in in high school and like, that's not good. That's not how people expand, but you have to be in the moment and realize I want to see how I can get to where I want to go, not jump from start to finish. Um, a lot of successful people always say it's, uh, it's about the journey, not the destination. And I take that to heart for a lot of reasons, uh, stressing myself out by thinking about the destination of, Oh, I want to have a house by the time I'm 30. Um, doesn't really sit well with me because sitting on that idea for that long causes so much worry and stress and you don't even realize about the things that are right in front of you, such as, oh, I have a great life at the moment. I'm saving money towards a goal to get a house one day. And when I hit my money goal, whenever it happens, not on the timeline, it happens. And when I'm able to do that, I will go head strong into it. But for the moment, thinking about it, stressing about it, when it's 10, 15, maybe even only a year down the line, it just, it seems unneeded for me. And it is tough. And, and sort of going off of that point, um, at least I know for me, having long-term goals isn't necessarily like a bad thing. If you have the right mindset about mm-hmm. it, it's great. I think when it comes in to a possibly negative standpoint, at least in my experience, I've had specific goals where I've accomplished things like graduating college and um, getting my degree and doing specific things. And then I'll have like people sort of, you know, I have a lot of people in my life that love to give me unsolicited advice because they may or may not be comfortable with their lives. So they'll be like, oh, you graduated college with a, a degree in, you know, medical art? Like, oh, what are you going to do with that? I'm like, well, actually, it doesn't matter what I'm going to do with it. And, and it's hard to interpret their undertone and their sarcasm or their seriousness behind it sometimes. But sometimes yeah, I think we really have to be focused on shutting out the white noise and being like you know what I know I graduated college I know I'm not a medical illustrator right now but I have a very fulfilling life you know I'm with someone that I love I'm still doing freelance work I'm still continuing to achieve my short-term goals so at the end of the day I don't really feel regretful at all I, I experienced some amazing things in college and I got some amazing advice and skills but I haven't like gotten to the point where, wow, like it's been a year since I graduated. My friends designing stuff in California, I just suck. I'm just gonna give up because at that point, then you really have given up, and, and you can't. Especially since I'm so young still, and there's so much room for opportunity in front of me, and there's so many ways to market yourself and grow in this fast-paced technological world. I think we have to be very careful about what thoughts we let manifest in our head when we're on our journey. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Another big uh, talking point with this subject for me is how we always want a goal and it doesn't matter what it is, like go to buy a new car, go to get a good grade or um, impress your boss at work. Any goal I have found, no matter how much I loved it and told myself I loved it and if I act even didn't but I sometimes I truly did love something no matter what it was the goal I set for myself 
never felt as fulfilling as when I got to it, as when I was anticipating it. And that's not to say you shouldn't put effort into things because you should have passion. You should lead your life with um, dignity and purpose and want to do things. But realize that stressing over those things that you want to do or want to happen or are you're even setting yourself up to happen and come fulfilled, they're not going to bring you what you think they're going to bring you. It's always going to be the next thing, whether it comes from your own mind or someone else. Other people, especially society as a whole, puts a lot of pressure on people to continuously progress. And that is a great thing. But it also robs you of the current moment um, on how you should feel proud about where you right, came. Right. If, if progression and, and achieving goals, for instance, like in a sport, if that alone becomes your identity... And then you can't be fulfilled because you feel so much pressure under that. Yeah, and then, like, who's really winning at that point? Mostly, <laughs> yeah, mostly your mind's just winning at that yeah. point. Like, you just, it takes you out of doing action as well. Like like you were saying with a sport example, um, I do jiu-jitsu for the listeners that don't know. Um, it's a sport much like submission wrestling. And it's very it's very hard to stay grounded with because there's always so many pieces of information to absorb and you do one thing good one week and then the next week you just get smashed the whole week at practice and you don't have a good day at all any of the days of the week and from that it can look like oh I haven't really done anything but I want to be here one day how am I going to get there I should take that moment and realize last week I did something really really well and I can continue doing that well until I master it and this one thing that I'm bad at now I will eventually be better at once I apply right. training and skill towards it. It's very easy to to find like the one flaw that you made, whether it's in jujitsu training or for me art, and just mm-hmm. like let that consume you, and like let that become so heavy on you that it inhibits you from making any progress at all. Yeah. So like if I were to do a commission for someone and like they were to tell me like oh like I don't really like how it came out, could you maybe do a revision? I could be like, okay, yeah, that's no problem. Fine, I'll do a revision. Or I could get so caught up to the point that they didn't like my piece the first time I presented it, and they didn't like that it was perfect, and I could let that totally ruin my experience with the client. So, I mean, that... Yeah, and that could even influence how you drew up the next piece right. in the revision. Like, right. They they are not saying they didn't like your art. They would just They just had a different perception of yeah. how it should have turned out if we're hard on ourselves it's really easy to jump to conclusions about i suck i'm shit yeah. i'm horrible and i think yeah. that is a lot um as people in general just everybody um even if it isn't uh, necessarily the people you love and know just always putting you down and kind of putting that pressure on you to do more we do it ourselves because that's just what we know and doing that takes away from what you should feel proud of and how you should carry yourself into the next task going, I accomplished this one thing, I can accomplish the next and the next. Yeah, that's that's what's up, man. I was, uh, in terms of accomplishing goals, and for all of you listening, I think it's it's helped me personally, if you guys haven't done this already, to write out some goals that you want to continually work towards on a daily basis because I think there's one thing if you say it um there's a completely different thing if you have it physically written down in a place you can see every morning or every day when you're 
going about your day or, or your week. So right now I have some above some sticky notes above my computer about some goals that I progress towards and I enact daily and then I have another sheet in my closet and it has helped me tremendously kind of visualizing those and like being able to see like okay like waking up in the morning these things are what I have planned for my day and I'm gonna I have that visual stimulus and reminder like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna get at it because with all of the stuff that's overacting and and attacking us throughout the day through media and everything else it's so easy to forget where we're actually grounded in the first place and why we set goals yeah there's so, so many distractions like everything is always trying to draw your attention like with ads for example just all the, like yeah. without even all the noise like all the bright colors that you just visually get like we have learned that those type of things are literally visually placed in certain color arrangements and stages to draw your attention and spend your money your time and just take your focus away from a lot of different things like oh buy this toothbrush buy this new tv buy this uh you need a new this new that why not turn all that off take a moment write down some micro goals that will get you to a macro destination and your life will be so much less stressful there'll be so much less worrying and i think that's what a lot of things come down to for living a happy life and when people do a bunch of different things they sometimes don't even feel fulfilled when they reach their achievements like I was talking about and I think that's because they don't take the time to relax and look into themselves and focus on the micro yeah no and that 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 says a lot um, I've said something in the past a lot of things in the world tend to overpromise and underdeliver. Um, I think yeah, if you're great. not I think if you're not really intentional about where you're going on your personal journey and just caught up in the things you're trying to obtain, whether it be monetary, materialistic, or feeling, whether you're, uh, you know, trying to achieve pleasure all the time, you're going to have, unfortunately, guys, you're going to end up having a very unfulfilling life. It's not until you tap into, you know, your why and like, oh, like this is my intended goal and here's some things I could work towards to achieve that goal. And the passion that comes along with that will outweigh all of the background noise that some people can get distracted from sometimes. Yeah, there's I something that I tend to see is a lot of people saying that they're bored, and oh, it's not like even on just, social media or just like yeah, texting you. Uh huh. Hey just, Jared, I'm bored. Wanna hang out? Yeah, like oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing, just bored. And I know like you know you text people hey, or I call them. Read a book. To, oh, wait, people <laughs> don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no book readings. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> Like it's people just love to not expand their mind. I think books are a great way to do that. Do you think that's that? That's really interesting. I kind of want to go off that. Yeah. The whole um, hesitation to expand the mind. I've personally noticed. I mean, I know quite a few people. I talk to quite a few people as the years have gone on. It's gotten smaller in range, but a lot of people that I've talked to my age don't really feel the need to delve into deep conversations or expand their minds. I don't know if it's because they think it's taboo or because they're just, they or they're lazy or they don't want to, and they want to stay on a single track mind. Like I, I've kind of been curious about that. Yeah. That's, that's a really interesting uh, thing to think about. And I actually do think about it all the time. Uh, I just totally didn't 
think about it here. But yeah. mostly, mostly because I don't know on a personal level, I don't know many people that I can sit down with and have serious conversations with. No, and I'm, I'm twenty three. Like I, I've legit had so many instances where I've tried to sit down with people and have a serious conversation, mm-hmm. and they think I'm like joking or yep. something. I'm like, dude, like, no, like I'm trying to, <laughs> to I'm talk, trying to, talk to, to you. About this. Exactly. Um, freaking people, like when they do that, they just want to, they want to stay in what they know. Is it because they they get uncomfortable? They don't want to hear your. It is like <laughs> it is uncomfortable for some people, and I think that's just a mindset thing that they haven't learned yet. Because I really do think that, as human nature, it is in our best interest and in our subconscious to want to improve. But we get so busy into routine, like waking up Monday through Friday, going to do the same job, that it becomes it makes life a little watered down because you always expect the same thing every day. And the same thing is going to occur over and over again unless you make a change to it. And if you do like routine and you like doing the same job every day, that's great. But there is something to say about the people that hate it and act like they don't hate that kind of stuff. And they, they act like they're happy being stagnant and all the, the money and hard physical objects they've attained through their work is fulfilling them. But if you sat down and asked them and tried to talk to them, it, is any of this stuff actually meaningful to you? One, they might not even want to talk to you about it, get mad and brush it off because they know deep down inside that reaction that they're coming out with anger is because they don't feel fulfilled. Or two, they could just tell you the same old layman's answer of, oh, well, I just like to go to work and come home and I love to go eat. Popeye's chicken every night and come home and watch Netflix and I love to go to sleep and wake up and do it all over again. Like, no, you don't. Yeah. Well, I, that's interesting too. I mean, I, I haven't come across many people in the past five or 10 years of my life that can generate stimulating conversation. Um, a lot of times I think we as human beings like to just find things that we connect with, whether it be TV shows, sports, anything. It's just like the same mundane thing. Like, Hey, like, like, how about them Browns? It doesn't take any or, deep thought at all. Yeah, or like, oh, did you watch the Cavs game last night? Or like, oh, like... And I think those are just like, people make full it's just conversations. Like filler, it's just like filler statements to say something to make it seem like you're acting like a normal human yeah, being. Yeah, like, oh, I fit in with everything. <laughs> I think those are like good things to be conversation openers. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Like, hey, did you watch the Cavs game last night? Yeah. Hey, did you see the weather? I did. But people make like full subject conversations on those for 15 minutes with someone. Yeah. And that's great if you are both Cavs fanatics or Browns fanatics, anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but like did you do you actually know the person? That's I think that's the key. Mm-hmm. Like Instead if, if you're wanting to if you're wanting to get to know them personally, like you should be asking more personalized questions instead of very general statements yeah. about everyone likes teams. to dismiss what happens in the media. Um yeah. pertaining towards like news and yeah. stuff like with politics and turn that off like as oh i didn't like what was said on this so i i'm just gonna ignore it and turn it off and they do this like they translate that into conversations with people and they don't want to take the chance of someone they know opening their mouth i think and blurting out something that is deep thought and conversating that they don't agree with because it makes them uncomfortable it does yeah. and they don't know how to be a human and 
respond and, and with, a, with or, language. Yeah, engage in discourse. That That's kind of interesting. We, we went off on a little bit of a tangent, but I found a way to link it all back together. So the topic that we were talking about in episode five, which is this episode, is living in the current moment and not letting the future rob your progression. I think these people that we um, have all experienced in our lives, I think these people are living so much in the present or current moment that they don't want to go out of their box or out of their bubble and experiencing experience something beyond that. So they're so closed into the present moment. They're like, no, this is my reality. I don't want you to say anything or do anything that's going to impede on my reality. And if you do, I'm shutting you out. It's that safety net. <laughs> yeah. Everyone likes a plan B. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's 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 also it's so very humbling to be with people. I mean, you know, I appreciate you. I Absolutely. appreciate that you can engage in good conversation. I was thinking along the lines of a similar thing today at work. Like, um, I had a one of my managers come up to me, and he's like, "Oh, are are you good?" Like he like literally every day, he's like, "You good? You good?" And, and it's weird because one of these days. I'm going to literally say, like, no, actually, like, I, I had a really bad morning, you know, X, Y, and Z happened, and I'm just going to have a really rough day today. You're going to have like, to see how much he actually cares. Yeah, like, sometimes I, I literally feel like I have to just lie and say I'm good because he can't handle it if I were to say something different. Yeah, people get really <laughs> like, awkward when you get you know, a real people answer People have back. done that to you, Absolutely. right? Like, yeah, dude, all the time. Like, I see, like, when I go to work, I work in a very, like... <laughs> not business professional I, we dress business casual like i can wear hoodies but it has to be jeans or khakis to work and like that's great i love that part about my job but it, it really is just like people grab coffee morning morning yeah. how's your day <laughs> good good like how's yours <laughs> great and like they talk about the same ordained thing like you work with these people every day don't like even if you aren't considered friends outside of work while you are at work, wouldn't you want to engage in some real conversation? And if something is going on in someone's life, that could be your opportunity, a moment to step up and be oh, yeah. someone that is there for them if they don't have anyone else. Or if their escape is work and the things that are happening in their life that are stressing them out are at home. If they're just coming in expected to say good every morning like you were talking yeah. about, like, oh, it's good. It's great. Everything's good 24-7. Nothing ever bad happens to me. Fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Those, that just causes a lot of distress in people, and they feel like they can't express themselves to anyone. Yeah, especially if they don't have someone at home that they could have a cathartic release to or, or, or express their emotions. I mean, it's just making things even more heavy for them. And I don't think we need to feel like when we go to our jobs, like we need to repress all of our emotions like we sometimes do and not talk to people because these are people that are in our lives every day too i mean they could they could need some support or they could need someone to be compassionate with them and i think it's really easy to i don't know maybe disengage or dehumanize some of your coworkers just because it's convenient mm -hmm. but i i mean i i know for a fact everyone feels better after they have like a good stimulating conversation because i I know for a fact that I've had moments where it's like all these people are talking about is sports or money or politics, and then I'll go up into the lunchroom. Or and memes. I, yeah, or, or, yeah, or memes, or I'll just go up into the lunchroom, and everyone's just like like sitting in silence eating. I'm like, I can't do this. I need to go in my car and listen to a podcast or something. This is the most depressing thing yeah. I've ever seen. 
like people don't I guess the big thing about our technological place in time right now is a lot of people do absorb everything from their phone. So I know sometimes I feel like I don't need to talk to people because it, yeah. instead of coming from a TV and it just being blurted into my living room, like I just looked at it on my phone and saw a piece of information. I was like, oh, like nice, cool. And like yeah. I just disregarded after that. So like I feel like a lot of people's conversations, quote unquote, are being taken up through phones. And technology is obviously going to keep progressing and moving, and I'm not anti that at all. But to take a step back and realize that real human engagement needs to happen face to face. Oh yeah. I think that's going to be one of the next big discoveries is how important people are in a society that seems well, to try and individualize everyone separately. We'll do a podcast on technology and AIs. I want to talk about that for sure eventually. Absolutely. And. Maybe Elon Musk. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that stuff. <laughs> forward, like he's he might be a robot, but at least he's pushing us I thought, forward. I thought Mark Zuckerberg was. <laughs> 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 no, that guy's just doesn't care about stealing the data. <laughs> He'll take it all day long. Um, I guess so. Trying to get back onto subject, I think we were on subject, but a lot of I think just listening to stuff, people can get derailed. Um, yeah. I would say your ego kind of has a big play into this topic of being present and planning micro future events to get to a macro destination. Like you said before, how you saw someone that went to the same school as you now living in a faraway state at a great studio, yeah. producing great art, comparing that way and like acting like you guys are on parallel journeys is cancer like it's just crippling and right it thought process stops and all you think about is i should be going into his lane now instead of staying in my own yeah they make it even worse when we were in college together people would like mistake me for him oh wow so it was really like, it was a whole another level okay that does <laughs> that does get into some brain like, like that physically was... we look the same yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that definitely messed me up that's a huge thing to <laughs> overcome wow yeah Oh man, like the ego of, like, that's like, have you ever seen, wow, man, movie with Christian Bale, American Psycho. Yeah. You've seen that movie? Yeah. Like when he tries to be. It's a great film. Uh, the, what's the other character? He wants to be him. So, you know, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Really good. Really, it puts on like this topic kind of into mind, uh, in movie form, honestly, this, uh, Psycho, if you haven't seen it, um, played by Christian Bale, he he's just not right in the head, obviously. But <laughs> but even if you like, you're right in the head. You still want to compare yourself to others, and he does he does this in the movie where he takes some guys something simp so simple like this. He stress like Bateman had everything in the world: money, girls, clothes, nice job, nice car, everything that like typical kind of American dream looks like now but he was so unfulfilled and a little bit crazy but mostly unfulfilled that he took someone's business card and compared it to his that it was so much better than his with one aspect of raised ink this guy <laughs> printed his card on raised ink and thought that it was going to get him x amount of more sales so that was ultimately so much better than 
his life was. I don't understand things like that. It just doesn't resonate with me, and it's not who I am. And I try to understand that it's hard for people to escape what they what they know and stop chasing for things. But that chase, it's not fulfilling. Yeah, especially when you get to that point, everyone don't uh, don't don't go to the to the levels that Christian Bale did in that movie. <laughs> It's okay if someone if someone has a cooler business card than you, then just maybe ask them how they made it and not turn into a psychopath. All right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think kind of going off the same topic of ego, I think where our ego and where our pride is when we have to deal with uncertainties in life and being able to manage that and um, under undertake that scary thing that that it can be. I think our, we have to really be intentional on in keeping our pride and our ego in check because it could be very easy to like derail and go way off the end. So if we build ourselves up to the point, like if we have a fixed mindset of building ourselves up to the point where all of our many accomplishments in life, you know, winning that tournament, selling that commission, getting that promotion, if we like invest ourselves in that identity so much to the point where if something goes wrong along the way then it shatters our pride and ego like we don't want to be in that state of mind we have to be very intentional about being in a growing and a growth mindset where if we do get approached with an obstacle or a setback which will happen by the way everyone like all the time the, there's no cookie cutter like probably path daily. to life probably daily we have to be able to roll with the punches and cope with things and understand that that is a big part of emotional maturity throughout life as you grow older. Like nothing's going to go exactly according to plan and being able to tune your ego or your pride down and, and comprehend that and take it in and being like, okay, this sucks. This doesn't define who I am. I can bounce back from this. It's not the end of the world. So I think that's that also goes into... To the point where it's important to work on yourself and uh, your coping mechanisms when you have to deal with stuff like that too. Yeah. The one big thing with uh, tying ego into living in the present moment, something that doesn't sit well with me is that no one really talks about how taking that ego and seeing, oh, like Matthew McConaughey is this big actor, I want that. And you might want to be an actor and be successful, but saying... And comparing and striving towards to make your life go on the same timeline or chart that Matthew McConaughey's did right. is weird. Is a weird like you're trying to copy. You're just being a copy. Like it's not even your own ego at that point. Yeah, yeah. Your ego's leading you into being a copy of someone else's life when you should just stop at the first part of the sentence and say, "I want to be an actor." How do I do that? Yeah, I think a lot of times with people that we see on the internet, like celebrities, this might not be for everyone, but I think a lot of times they kind of just pick something that they love to do and they had a passion for, and they just roll with it and just started doing it more and more, and they weren't really looking at the long-term goal of like, okay, one day I'm going to make billions of dollars and, and win an award. They were more they were more looking at it like the short term way, like we're talking about here, like, okay, like this is what I love to do, this is awesome. Maybe someday I'll get paid for it. And the big thing with that is anybody who's ever accomplished something actually did it. They didn't sit there and right. compare <laughs> where they were to where someone else was. 
They went out and said, I want to go get what they have, and they went and got it. They didn't do it the exact same way they did, but it's kind of like math. There's multiple ways to add up to four, but either way, the destination leads you to four. Heck yeah, that's what's up. Awesome. Well, we're kind of we're kind of approaching yeah. our end. Um, did you have any final thoughts? Uh, no. I mean, I could talk more, but I believe it's all just going to be kind of more reiterated of what we already said. Yeah. That's all good. I think we covered some really good things. I hope this helps a lot a lot of people. And um, if you want, my Instagram handle is yes. The plug. Do it. J A R R underscore j-i-t-s-u jar jitsu first part of my name is a play on word uh but if you want to message me and talk to me i love stimulating conversation and i don't care if i don't know you from adam or eve but the internet's a great thing and it allows us to do that so drop me a message and we can talk about more interesting things awesome you guys know where to find me i am the host and creator of this podcast so i think eventually i want to try to make a separate Instagram account for this podcast, but right now you can just message me in my personal art account, philo.arts. So thanks, guys. We will see you next week for episode six. I'm going to have something great up my sleeve. And thanks again, Jared, for joining. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.